Hello, and welcome to the Extreme Tasting Me podcast with your host, me. <laughs> because migraine and migraine. So, migraine 2 co hosts nothing, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, so D- Dave and Perrin are, are both in town and both not here. But fortunately, I have a, a, this is at least your third time on the show, because you were on the pilot, and was. you did the AON episode. I did. So, yeah. You're back. I'm Matt. He's Matt. <laughs> and we have a... I'm, Matt, I'm back. My grades are no joke. I totally uh, support your uh, woundedness of your co-host, because I've been fortunate enough not to have a migraine in a while, and the fact that now, like, now I'm afraid, like, this is just like a... Important. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've, you've gone and said it. You're surrounded by migraines. Well, fuck. Yeah, exactly. If you look around the table and you can't tell who the fish is, <laughs> it's you. Yep. And and we have a first time guest who we've been trying to get on the show for what close to a year now. More than that. More I than think. that. Yeah, it's it, it's been a while. Year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Your schedule. I, I mean, know. Seriously, it's a mess. woman. I'm sorry. Hi, it's Brianna. Yay! She's mm. here. It all worked out. I'm here, and I have a migraine. <laughs> well, <laughs> one of us was sympathetic, one of us just flopped her dick on the table. <laughs> well, I mean... How can you not? If you got the biggest. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And we also have Trill standing in for Perrin, but I, I don't know that he's going to say so much, and he's not going to be tasting, because that'd be bad. Yeah. But apparently he's forgoing science in favor of being up on the table and getting all kinds of love from Bree, because... I you can't can. help it. Yeah, that's yep. a thing. That, that is a thing. Look at that face. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's... All cats have them. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of faces and not necessarily being there, we're going to start with the Game of Thrones bottle. <laughs> Sweet sag, bro. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't watch the show, but I've heard of what Arya gets up to, and yeah. Is that the young one? Yeah. yeah. With the sword. She's cool. I've seen some of it. Yeah. I read some of it. The sharp end goes there, right? Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. Pointy end. That's, that's pointy my end. Yeah. Sticking with the sorts. pointy end is the line. Yeah. <sighs> I don't watch the show. It's yeah. fine. That was the sum total of my sex ed. <laughs> 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 and we see where that's gotten you. Yeah, Catholic school. Woo-ha. Yep. Stuck. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Perhaps appropriately enough, it's the Night's Watch bottle. Ooh. Uh, I like to think you just said Night's Swatch bottle, and it's a Joanne Fabrics exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so when you go in to make your uh, your tartan, <laughs> you buy the Night's Swatch. <laughs> I mean, it, it it might taste appropriate too because you know, dusty plaid. Well, well, well. No, I mean, tartans are Scottish, so you know it's all good. Uh, but yes, this is the Oban Bay Reserve, which is what the uh, the port actually is. I swear we had an Oban one of the times I was on before. It's entirely possible. Because aren't there um, like a bunch? I'm pretty sure there's, I have not. There's three or four Obans. Because I feel I'm like that's of. one of the names. And I feel, oh, you know what? It probably is. Maybe I had one when I was on before. Or maybe you gave leftovers to AON when I was on AON. That's certainly possible. Because I remember because Oban being one of the bottles of like, ooh, good. Okay, we still got some of this. Yeah. <laughs> that, so. that, that's likely to happen. And it was good. Yeah, the, the Oban 14 was definitely done that fairly early it. in the... Uh, in the uh, show because Oban is a relatively easy to find single malt at liquor stores, certainly. Mm -hmm. Um, Not so much in establishments unless you go to a place that specializes in having good whiskey. Mm -hmm. Um, But steakhouses are are usually pretty good about having an Oban because it's one that that pairs generally well with beef. Nice. Um, 
So, and I probably should have turned that subprocess off <laughs> because it's going to beep a couple of times in the evening if I don't. So, why don't I fix that? Nice. Go get the wash yeah. all the sausage gets made. Yep. Because <laughs> visual jokes on an audio podcast, TM Becky Schmidt. Um, <laughs> Was that where that came from? Yeah, that recent. <laughs> It's the new running gag, so that, that hey, has to be played. Hey, it's not like the cool no running gags. <laughs> well, I mean, are there such a thing? I mean, Pasta jokes, yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm just going to let you two banter as I stop the cat from eating cheese. The cat is very focused on the cheese. The cat is just very focused. It is. Does the cat actually eat cheese? Uh, when I don't catch him. <laughs> You've told the, the cat and mouse is supposed to happen between these two things. <laughs> right? Like, dude, you have to wait. <laughs> oh, he, he Thanks, <laughs> I was doing that just to try to piss you off. Wine, wine, wine. Anyway, the um, no, he 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 is the, he he is the mouser. Um, he he has aided me in that capacity in this house. Um, he does not like that. He does, he's gone. He does not like being held. He, he he loves attention, but he hates being held. Um, as opposed to my other cat, who you could not push off the lap. Without him coming back within, you know, seconds. So, maybe. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he generally would not eat his kills, but he would, he would deliver them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, oftentimes he would deliver them live and then not catch them again. And I'm like, dude, you're supposed to kill it. <laughs> yeah, that's hmm, partial credit. Yep. <laughs> It's like A for effort. Like so that's the cat choosing pass fail. <laughs> like, like, mm, I could the probably one, get get the A on this, but the uh, one time my cat Jack has actually managed to catch a mouse, he immediately dropped it and was like, "All right, play again." Just the game of catching was all he wanted. He didn't know what to do past that point. And I I think that's something of, of what he does as well because I think he's the bored indoor cat because especially now that he doesn't have his much elder brother. Um, he doesn't get to do a lot of things, and it's since he died. It was it was this year that he was doing a lot of the catch and not kill. Mm. Where in previous years, there was one time I came home for lunch, gave him some attention, went in, took a shower at the same time I was having lunch. No, not the same time, but you know, same it's shower sandwiches yes. and not to be denied. Same, dude. same break. <laughs> um, came back out, and all of a sudden he was playing with a toy. It's like, oh, good, you found one of your toys. That's a little large to be a toy. That's a little warm to be a toy. <laughs> That's a little breathing. That's a little dead to be. <laughs> no, he was dead. But it was. It's like, hmm. Let's not let you have that. Take it out of the garage. Um, and so this was the garbage cans are. Hmm. And yeah. But anyway, so I've poured the Oban. So let's give it. Do I remember this right? We have to kind of see what we right. Think. Oh yeah, I should I, I should explain for the sake of the person who's not been here and, and the refresher course for Matt who hasn't been here in a number of years. Um, so what we do on the show is we nose and sample it neat, and then nose and sample it wet all the time, talking about what we're getting out of it. So you know, inhale, describe what you're getting; taste, describe what you got; add a couple of drops of water, rinse, repeat; kill your glass, talk some more, and then we'll do the other bottle. And that's how the show works. So, oh, this is going to get interesting. Uh, does your nose not work? Uh, it gets hypersensitive when I have migraines. Ooh, this could be not necessarily. There's a, good a control way. group you need to work with. 
Yeah, hmm. It comes off as very sweet right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Like, sugary sweet, sweet. Which is a little bizarre. Syrupy. For a scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it smells it's syrupy. syrupy. So, but Dave, I'm not getting like usually get like cinnamon or something. I'm not getting a spice to it. Yeah, I'm just getting sweet. So, so, so color wise, we we we've got light. It's it's it, it, well, I mean, it's it, it's into amber for certain. We've had yeah. we've had much paler. This is definitely well into the amber. And considering it's an Oban, Dave would certainly be decrying their use of caramel color, which is probably where some of the sweet is coming from. Yeah. Um, Trying to get, I, I just keep like my brain now that I thought about it only screams melted cotton candy. <laughs> I mean, and I'm losing any other smell that I should be getting out of here. Well, if you need to reset it's, your nose, it's definitely got. We have some coffee. That's not a bad idea. <clears throat> and what kind of coffee do we have? That's right, we have True Stone coffee. I'm just huffing like an asthmatic into a bag. Yep. <laughs> and because I don't have everybody else getting in the way, I can just say True Stone coffee, fresh roast, school beans. 10% discount on your entire order with promo code SCOTCH. And delivered to your door. Delivered to your door, roasted yeah. fresh. Still my with, favorite coffee. Within a day. Oh, yeah. I, I was waiting for him to start this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it could be worse. We, we could go back and forth, and we could do what, you know, the, the joke over on AON now is it's, you know, emphasizing various words and syllables within, <laughs> going round and round for a good, you know, 15 seconds, and then going right. And, and then, you know... Your promo code, the the AON promo code, our parent podcast promo code, uh, is apropos, but it's spelled apropos. Apropos. Or it smells apropos. Or, you know, they, they, they joke around with what the, the verb in question might be, depending on how swirly they are that day. And, you know, I, I may... How strong the drinks have been mixed. I, I, I may or may not at one point in time, uh, went on the show, saying, talking about... And our promo code is Apropos, but it's spelled Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> That's and that almost good, broke actually. Jenna, but did not quite That's break Jenna. That's pretty damn good. Uh, it did get an audible chuckle out of salsa, which made me happy. Which so, yeah, to, those are few and far between. I was going to say an audible yep. chuckle from salsa is basically a standing ovation. Yep, I, 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 I call it a win. wasn't quite the wasn't quite the Jeep worth of spare tires the first time I was on a win that I that I threw at you guys. And Porter was like, "What? Okay, that was funny." Yeah, but oh, all right. I need to I need to try this now. I'm getting like orange underneath the sweet too. Maybe orange. Yeah, like a sweet Valencia. Very yeah. Or maybe like an even like maybe I still dried want... orange, orange rind. Because yeah, there's definitely like brew kits it's, I got. It's, when it's I was like doing... those sugared orange rinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe like the crystallized orange candy only like shut up quite your like nostril. trail mix. Yeah, but whatever the hell that thing is that like comes with those like squishy apple bits. You know, Squishy Apple Bits, my favorite uh, ska band from the yep. 90s. <laughs> I, I was wondering, is it just your Green Apple yep. Quick Step cover? Uh, thank you for knowing Green Apple Quick Step, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We, I deep pull. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you, you, you and I can play that game. You, me, and literally no one laughed at that. I'll just go. <laughs> yeah, it turns out we're dating now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's all right. You can take my apartment. I'll move in here. Uh, no, I've got room for three. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. And two more cats? Hmm. He'd be happy he's got playmates. Production meeting. <laughs> Where we talk about how the sausage gets made. 
Uh, well, you know, it, it, it's it's fine. We've got we've got time to kill. It, it's good. Um, we need to taste this, though. Yeah, we do. I want to be able to sip on this while we talk. Sure. Maybe the orange is right. It still remains very sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely, like, a little bit of booziness on the back end, but it is in no way, like, a harsh... There's nothing peaty whatsoever about no, this. No, and, and Oban usually isn't. For that matter. No. I can't remember where it's from, so I don't no, know. No, it's that. almost got a tart. Oban, Oban sometimes yeah. has a smoke to it, but yeah, this this is definitely the sweetest Oban I've ever had. It was very sweet. This would be a great, like, oh, you don't know if you like scotch. I've got this one. Maybe you can drink this if I don't have whatever someone's... Fleeing, you know, like, oh, I'm normally a whatever rum drinker. Well, I've got scotch. I don't like scotch. Try this one. You might be able to get by. So, chocolate orange on the palate. Chocolate? That's what I'm going to say. It's chocolate orange. See, I'm not getting the chocolate. Do you think Mocha Valencia? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the orange is the stronger flavor of the two. Yeah. There's a smoothness to it. Maybe, 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 maybe dark chocolate orange, not milk chocolate orange. No, I really want some dark chocolate. Done fucked up. Hit me in the break. We, we, we might be able to solve this problem. <laughs> um, well, now the question becomes then if we if we add a little water, will that suddenly come rushing forward? But I like this. Like, I would comfortably drink this. I still feel like there's something I'm missing. There, there's, like, a, there's a note in the mid-finish. I, I, I'm going to say one more sip here. <laughs> But you can let this, like, linger on your tongue, and it doesn't yeah. get any burn to it. No, it's very smooth. It's really, really smooth. Like, it's been a game for some friends of mine to try and find a scotch that I don't just, like, immediately get nauseated from. I like this. No. Well, and you... Because you'll drink whiskey. Mm. Don't you? Because I feel like there's a couple you mix. like. There's a couple right? I like. Yeah. Which, and of course, there's, that's all, like, the whole Shades of Grey pedantic conversation thing. But we're on a scotch podcast, so they're fucking different. But, uh... But, like... Uh, one of my friends strongly pushes Connemara on me, which is so freaking peaty. <laughs> and I like and, peaty and just yeah. I can't. It's been I can't. On the shelf. Yeah. Of course it is. I mean, that, that container is right behind you. It seems like <laughs> it. That container is empty because there's no way that bottle was not drunk. Um, no, that, that, that's the, the aged Connemara repeated, which is like an $80 bottle and worth every fucking but penny. every time he gets it, he's like, you want to try a sip? And I'm like, maybe this time I'll... Nope. Still yeah. do not like this. And to be fair, the, the peatier scotches are the ones that I think took me the longest to get used to and to really enjoy. Uh, the smoky ones, I still kind of will, I'm okay with, but I'm not. that's not a thing I seek out. But uh, Hawkins out at Fest got me drinking peaty scotch. And eventually now I'm like, oh yeah, like I really, really like that, which also translates nicely to beer, because there's beers now that have a nice, good peaty flavor. Um, but the it is certainly not like you grab it off a shelf if you're used to drinking strawberry soda and go, oh, this is even better. Right. <laughs> you have to... Yeah. Develop a palate. No, no, you know what no, this reminds me of the the like after burn on a bunch of uh, imperial stout beers. Hmm, I can see that, and maybe that's, that's where and maybe that's where my brain went to chocolate orange. I, I've got a new Blair's chocolate stout in the fridge because I had a four pack and I managed to drink three of it. Hmm. Um, but like when you get those imperial again. stouts that are like mm-hmm. super strong that almost taste like they are like liquor mm-hmm. on the end. Yeah. yeah. That's what this reminds me of. So I think I figured out what it was in in the mid finish that I was getting. I think it's uh, an almond. It's like a hmm. or or some other like white, like a light nut. So an almond or maybe maybe a hazelnut. But I think I was going almond. 
Yeah, yeah, it does have a little hint of like almost amaretto esque. Yeah, not with like mm-hmm. that roasted almond no, no, flavor, but just the amaretto almond. Yeah, right. no, I think amaretto is hitting the nail upon the top. Yeah, I think that's actually because because yeah, I always whenever I picture like nut flavor and stuff, I picture roasted flavor on top. This is this the flavor in those truffles that say they're almond, but they use pink design on them. Mm. It's that almond. Oh yeah, those like the lint. Little chocolate balls, not or the whatever, ones, or but like any fancy truffle shop. If they do almond flavor, it's amaretto <laughs> and it's pink. Sorry, you're yeah. much more familiar with fancy truffle I shops am. than I. I really. I need am. to be hard not to be. <laughs> so. All right. So what's the what's the protocol here? Uh, well, you you add use your science a little bit of water, um, just because I have had enough of this one and, and I poured myself a little too small. I'm I'm only adding two drops. Usually I do like three. With what you've got, I'd put in like three. Um, you, you'd be four, maybe even five. I mean, what water to taste is really what it boils down. Just a little bit to wake it up. All right, so that kind of killed the nose. The air, yeah, yeah, the aromatics are just gone, and that was literally three drops. And it's just I can barely tell there's anything in here now. Yeah, I'm still getting a sweet. This is like this smells like when you have a glass of Jameson that had like three ice cubes in it, and you finished it, and there's that little bit, and then the ice melts. Yeah, and you're like, well, there's technically a little color in here, but it doesn't smell like the whiskey anymore. This has no smell to me. Maybe I have the right smell, or I'm just oversensitive right now. Because I'm getting almost like I'm still not okay. Yeah, but like you said, if you're I'm getting like an almost like mocha undertone. Well, that would tie into some of the earlier impressions, but yeah, I yeah, I see where you're going with that. I I don't. I'm getting nothing. I, I think I think my glass is just a little too empty for me to to get there. But yeah, I even with theirs, like I don't. Then again, I'm a great sniffer, so yeah. I don't know. I'm still getting the sweet. The orange has has dramatically been reduced in the in the nose to start for me. Hmm. I'm gonna do a quick reset here. I love that you have a medical coffee bag. <laughs> Resetting. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I get the small bag of the coffee because oh, you, so you, you, you'll note the date is from last year, February, because I go through my coffee so slowly because I don't usually caffeinate. Hmm. And the only decaf they have is the Mexican, and I get bored of that. So, yeah, one thing is... Yeah. so, and, and, I, and I generally love Sumatran coffee. I just yeah, wish Sumatra so came good. in decaf, and Sumatra's lovely. Yeah. Um, that was one of my favorite go-tos back when I worked at a coffee shop, was the Sumatra. Mm-hmm. was always so good. So, um, yeah, the, the almond is coming through a little bit on the nose for me, but I think it's because I know to look for it. Right, I want to try but, it. Now. Yeah, so now, now, now if, we'll move in. If I don't get it from smelling it, if I get it from tasting it. So there's a little bit more burn on the palate in the top of the finish than there used to be. I find like the the uh, orangey tanginess is stronger to me. I'm not getting the chocolate, but I'm getting that tanginess, and I think I'm picking up the almond a little better. See, mm-hmm. I thought a lot of the tanginess went away for me. Really? The the burn on the the top of the finish for me is like it's it's not roasting the almond, but it's putting a, a, a quick char around it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna mess around with my water portions. Let's see. Wet, it tastes more like an Oban usually does to me. So I'm getting much more of the, the standard like Oban notes of a little bit of like a char um and just oh, the tiniest hint of smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is just if you hit that sweet spot, 
with him on the water because I, I mean, now I got a pretty high tolerance for like scotch or whiskey, like mouthfeel burn type stuff. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me generally. I don't think that's a negative thing, but I definitely notice it now. And that's literally the difference of a drop of water and swirling my glass. Yeah, and that's pretty minor. So no, I, I, I still very drinkable, very good. Yeah, like, no, the, the, this the, is no way a knock. The like, smoothness yeah. of it before the water was, I was very surprised because Oban usually is a little rough for me. So maybe yeah, it's, it's maybe it's just after. Yeah. Which is often true. The water, the water often wakes up the alcohol, which is weird. And I think honestly, though, like given the two, I would probably rather drink it without the water. Mm. Me too. Because I don't mind the burn so much, but I feel like I lost a lot of flavor. You know. Like, yeah. I wouldn't mind this little extra kick if it had all the flavors I was feeling in that first one. Where like we said, like that was really like citrusy and maybe a little overly sweet for some people's palate. I don't yeah. know. But, like, there was a lot of flavor happening. And now I feel like I'm getting more burn, but not any additional flavor if nothing else is to just the burn. So I think I'd rather have the added flavor would be a little more interesting. I would agree with you on that. And I'm not, like, obviously not super picky, but, like, this is still either way. Like, if someone's handing this to me, I'm going to go, thank you. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) But, you know, I think that, you know, your mileage may vary. So did you find a scotch that you will then... Considered drinkable, or is this still a little off your beaten path for? I mean, if I'm gonna have to pick a scotch, I would say this is one that I could drink. Well, because well, again, I think with the lack of super overt, yeah, heatiness or smokiness, or and see, we'll see what happens if we get to a smoking one. I don't know if we have one, but yeah, no, I like that. That's that's pretty good. I like that. I'm going to rinse my glass just a bit. And now all these opinions have been recorded in the wealth of Scotch knowledge that is guarded like a tesseract somewhere (laughs) in the bowels of... Because the tesseract gets around. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, As of this recording, Avengers Endgame came out a couple days ago. So I'm just going to dump a bunch of Avengers Endgame spoilers into the podcast real quick. I have not seen the movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Most unexpected cameo. Um, the spoiler. Uh, most expected cameo. Uh, Deadpool's twin brother, uh, who is exactly like Wade in all ways, except uh, without the superpowers, the horrible burn victim things, and the assassin talent. Uh, let's see, least anticipated cameo, we're going to go with Batmite, which is a weird unofficial DC crossover, which I don't know how they cleared that with legal, but it does happen post-credits, so maybe no one was watching. It's a three-hour movie people probably checked out. (laughs) I mean, you're you're not mentioning Squirrel Girl, though. Like, how can you not mention Squirrel Girl? Because if you talk about Squirrel Girl at all, you have to just kind of gush over Squirrel Girl and what a perfect character that is. Right? And how much fun it is, because, you know, if anyone's going to be... Okay, look, I'm going to be the guy that just says it straight off the bat. Love Squirrel Girl. Very angry they did not include Tippy Toe in the movie. Because if I can't cosplay as a giant squirrel with a pink ribbon around my neck, 
I don't know what I'm doing for conversions this year. So that well, sets me great. <laughs> if, if you were going to do that, you'd have to be fighting Joe Scrimshaw. I don't know if you want to go there. Uh, I've fought Joe Scrimshaw for less. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I, I was, I was, I was Joseph Scrimshaw. I, 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 I was, yeah, it's true. I, I was just stoked that the Great Lakes Avengers, you know, made a, you know, an appearance at all. So. I know. Uh, to be fair, um, if you're going to do uh, a different branch off from the Avengers, oh, by the way, I was in a comic book shop the other day, and they have done, I think, an East Coast Avengers again. And it's uh, Kamala Khan, America Chavez, and it might be Squirrel Girl. It's a pretty kick-ass team. Where I was like, oh, shit, like, you managed to make the, the sub-Avengers cooler than the Avengers. Like, neat. I want to read that now. Um, let's see. Who else was interesting? Um, thought it was weird that uh, Thanos uh, being... Uh, uh, of course, Thanos wins at the end. Uh, but then decides, like, I know I've snapped half the universe to death. But you know who I feel like didn't get enough time to really kind of flesh himself up? Quicksilver brings yeah. him back. Scarlet Witch well, still dead. No, I, <laughs> like, I, so there's they no like didn't happiness spell it out. to it. They didn't spell it out, but I think they're in love. It's heavily implied. Yeah, like I think if there's one thing that uh, that Disney slash Marvel has been good at, it's listening to uh, the people that the fans ship on the internet. <laughs> so and Thanos Quicksilver. Thanos Quicksilver has been a long time coming. Um, you know. And honestly, I like, you know how there's always the second teaser during the credits after the first coda? Uh, I like that that one lets us know that pretty soon on that new Disney streaming platform, we're going to get the uh, Alpha Flight series. Super into that. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> on that note. You'll be watching that Sony. <laughs> All right. Look, I like Namorita as much as the next guy. So, the pretentious reading is going to apparently have to be done by me. Because there's no one else that Ooh. is, you know, a regular podcast. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll share the load, don't get me wrong. But, so, <laughs> so on the front of the bottle, I'm, I'm going to assume that this must be some sort of something from, from the show. Someone who knows better can tell oh, me this game. <clears throat> yes. Hear yes. my words and bear witness to my vow. Night gathers and now my watch begins. It shall not end until my death. I shall take no wife, hold no lands, father no children. I shall wear no crowns and win no glory. I shall live and die at my post. I am the sword in the darkness. I am the watcher on the walls. I am the shield that guards the realm of men. I pledge my life and honor to the night's watch for the night and all the nights to come. Is that just a straight-up pledge? Yeah. I'm assuming. That told us nothing about what this tastes like. Nope. Yeah, that is uh, word for word just the vow they take when they join the Night's Watch. I was going to say, like, waiting for it to be like, now we're going to work in the reference to, like, I was whatever. waiting for that, too. No, so so here, here's here's where the more stuff, which is still not going to tell us a damn thing. What kind of cheese are these, by the way? Oh, yeah, um, so, so this is the the base, um, uh, I think it's Woodland Reserve, what is it? It's a cheese, it's a cheddar grier mix that, that comes from the, the creamery that is between here and Siren, Wisconsin, that's Good. like 10 minutes away from Siren. Mm. That apparently they now sell at Cub. They've seen it here. Really? Yeah. Um, and the one across from me, uh, on your side of the table, is the same thing, only has a little espresso in it. That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. And so immediately dives on some crackers. Yep. Um, and so while the, the pledge is also yeah. on the front of, of the container, uh, here's what is on the back. The sworn brothers of the Night's Watch take an oath and pledge their lives to protect the seven kingdoms and guard the realms of men 
from the terrors that lurk beyond the massive and ancient ice barrier known as the Wall. They face a frozen wasteland which legends say is filled with wildlings, giants, and the terrifying forces of the Night King and the long night he brings. They are the swords in the darkness and the watchers on the wall. Oban sits beneath the steep cliff that overlooks the bay in the frontier between the West Highlands and the islands, separating land and sea, just as Castle Black stands between Westeros and what's beyond the wall. This liquid's richness is balanced with woody, spicy dryness that could undoubtedly keep the night's watch warm on even the coldest of nights. Not a lot's going. No, it's complete court dorkery. Yeah. And tells you nothing. <laughs> and honestly, if you're thinking of, like, to keep you warm, you'd actually sit... The cat is now wearing a bottle cap. It's a hat. <laughs> if you're thinking of, like, keeping warm, you're thinking of something that has more burn than it. Yeah, no, this... This is not this at is all... very smooth. This is for your uh, dork-ass peasant that can just, like, go like, yeah, turnips, what? Yeah. Go to the pub. <laughs> no, see... That's, like, the hardest their life gets. I would say that this is maybe a, a spring or summer scotch. It's not a fall or winter scotch. This is not... I mean, maybe with the water it has a hint of fall to it, mm-hmm. but... I wouldn't go that far. No, no it, this is... this is No, I think I think it's wrong. Uh, Diageo is, yeah. screwed up, and they, they put the wrong... The, the Log of Woolen should have been the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. This might be an association that no one else but me gets, but this is the scotch that I would expect to drink down at Texas Renaissance Festival while watching the fireworks at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the... You know, not to be disparaging, I still like this, mm. but this is the lawnmower beer... Of scotches, it's light enough. It doesn't have all the like, because like on a hot day, you don't want something you're gonna like swing like right afterwards. Mm-hmm. You don't want that in general, but you know what I mean. And so like this is like yeah, like on a warm day, you could be like, you know what, I'm gonna have a glass of scotch with a few drops of cold water in it, drink it, you know, throw an ice cube in it, whatever, it'll be fine. <laughs> but you're not gonna go. Oh, I came in, shook the frost from my coat. Right, stomped the snow off my boots, and then was like, "Can't wait to sit by the fire and have a scotch to warm me up." This is not that scotch. Yeah, this is, this not, is not at that all. scotch at all. No, no. this is good no. scotch. It's just not that scotch. Yeah. So that's you know disconnect between your distillers and your marketing team. Mm. Yeah. As you know, we find is often the case when it comes to what's written on the bottle and what we drink. So, but then again, this is this is why we do a show where the tagline, which we never remember to say, is "We try it before you buy it." Yeah. And the whole point is is for us to sample so that you know what, you know, average Joe, not professional taster, not being paid by you know the distillery yeah. to pimp their shit, says you know this is what you know what a lay person gets. Like? Yeah, yeah. We're not uh, hashtag influencers. <laughs> Where we've not touched the product, but well, I will have you know, I have we have a full hundred listeners mm-hmm. after a month. It's all good. <laughs> like, but the thing is, like that's you're sharing opinions. You're not yeah, actually influencing because no. that's that's some garbage. You no, know, absolutely. I mean, like I would no. much rather listen to people take twenty minutes talking about a scotch or a, a beer or a movie or a book and go, oh no, they literally consumed this product. And they're just telling me because they paid for it out of pocket. Yeah. You know, and even if you get a sponsorship, there's folks that still do that right. As opposed to the folks who are like tweeting, oh my God, this thing's amazing. And it's like you got, you know, $1,000 for that and you couldn't name four characters in that movie. Like, fuck off. Right. No. So, it's a valuable service. So now is the time on the podcast when we score. Mm -hmm. 
And by that, I mean rate the scotch. <laughs> um, so we rate on a one to five scale, where one is a war crime and five is the best thing you've had in your mouth. Hmm. Uh, three is average and you know can be used to score something that was like, meh, I had that. No, you know, nothing to write home about. Not a big deal. Um, you recognize that that's going to be most scotches for me. Well, I mean, that that's fair. And, and because it's a weighted scale. <laughs> I, this is the way language works. But I mean, a mansplain the word average. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I think that's enough. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good enough. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. Um, I, I'm generally not a fan of the Oban Distillery just because it's usually a little sharp. Um, you're a little rough uh, in ways that I don't particularly care for. Um, and there's, there's, you know, we're, we're, we're at episode you know, 149 here, which means on the show, officially, we've had at least 298 single malts. And that's, of course, not counting the special editions. So I've had over 300 at this point. Um, so to say that I, you know, like this, you know, holds a little weight. Yeah, it just um, depends on your, your scale. Oh, yeah, and personal taste, obviously, yeah, which is why we have If you've seen two movies and, and you saw, you know, Chud and Citizen Kane, <laughs> like, your review of both might be honest, but it doesn't mean as much right. as if you're, you know, fucking Gene Shallot. <laughs> like, yep. And then on the, on the other hand... That's a shitty review. Uh, Joe Bob Briggs. We'll go Joe Bob Briggs. <laughs> <clears throat> the cat is now running around the table with a bottle cap still on its head as a tiny helmet. Yeah. Our life is magical. <laughs> I didn't know you were Jewish. Um, <laughs> nope, not anymore. No! <laughs> Mazel tov. Turns but, out I'm uh, a moil. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh... <laughs> no, that's my science. <laughs> the, uh... The orange note is, is something I like, because I happen to like oranges. The fact that I was getting a, a chocolate orange flavor and then some almond. That's just all gravy for me. This is, this is all good things. Um, I certainly would not bother to add the water. The water did nothing positive for it. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Of course. You just you, took a bite. Uh-huh. Never mind, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, I, I can't remember if it was off mic or on mic that I said I've enjoyed other Oban uh, uh, scotches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that being said, like I also enjoyed this one. It does seem different than the other ones I've had. Um, I don't mind a little bit more in-your-face um, presentation to my scotch. I think that's good. I like something that is uh, a little more forward. You know, I prefer a porter to a stout in my beers. You know, I don't like something that's too smooth, too... Um, uh, it, it's too easy for that to lead to boring, I think. You know, the same way, like, um, if we're going to keep, you know, flossing this dead horse with the beer metaphors... Uh, like a, a a really good pilsner has a lot more flavor than like even like a pretty good Kolsch, you know. But without going to the weird like IPA stuff, which some scotches do with being just like fire. But at any rate, like I said, I'm gonna floss that horse. So, um, like this, uh, you know, so from that same distillery, like that means like if I'm in a liquor store, like Oban's a safe bet for me to be like I don't remember which one I liked, but I probably like whatever one they have, so it's okay. I like this one. I do think the water is uh, uh, by by far no improvement, and honestly detracts um, from what you get. I think it is uh, very drinkable, easy enough that you could share this with company that might not normally 
used to just a small glass of scotch as opposed to a cocktail or you know a beer or a glass of wine or whatever. Um, it is not so good that it's like blowing my mind, but it is doing nothing really wrong. So that puts it above average, I think. But yeah, it's kind of I'm right near I think where you're asking is there. So I'm gonna say like a three and a half out of five because like oh sure given like the choice of this and two or three things I've never had I'm gonna pick this if I know I have to give it to other people especially and I'm not feeling experimental but it's not like if I have this next to something I know I love I'd get that other one you know like even like an like an Octotion three wood something that's not even sure. quite on the same level I know I like that better than this but this is good so yeah. So, generally, if someone hands me a flask and says there's scotch in it, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm good, thanks. Because nine times out of ten, I have not liked scotch. Uh, there was one other one that I know of that I've liked, and I think it was called Monkey Shoulder? What? <laughs> no, it, legit. It's Is one. that it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, don't be wrong. It's not that I didn't believe you, and it's not that I didn't think you'd know. I just didn't know, and I'd be like, yeah, what? So, <laughs> apparently this is some big deal one that a friend of mine was like, hey, your cat... It's just in the glass and see Hiles. <laughs> your cat's sitting for me. Uh, feel free to have anything in the liquor cabinet except this one. If you have this one, please only have one glass because this is my absolute favorite and it's hard to get. So, that is the only other one that I've ever enjoyed. Hmm. Because, of course, you had a glass of it. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I would, too. My shoulder's gotten a lot easier to get. Hmm. Okay. So this was a couple years ago. But anyway. Let me um, know we can track it down at some point, because I have mm. to know what that is. <laughs> I All right. don't think I have a bottle, but I might have a bottle. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, uh, this did remind me of, like, uh, a... Mm. It work. The flavor I would like in an Imperial Stout when it doesn't get too crazy at the end. And I completely agree with you on the water. There's no need to add water, and I would never add water to this. Uh, but I would actually drink this if we had it at home. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice to have something I could drink straight at home. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go a little higher than you guys. I'm going to say like a 4.2. Nice. Cool. All right. So now we're going to have something that I found completely randomly at a small liquor store that is next to um, an Italian place that I occasionally go when I feel like stuffing my face with spaghetti because it's all you can eat for like eight bucks. Nice. You know. I don't know how to say things in Gaelic. But <laughs> Just choke on your if I pr- it, but, but if I were to pronounce it the way an English person would in looking at it, it's called Beindub. Um. Hmm. Nope, there's no pronunciation notes in the bottle. Nope, no love for me. Um, Apparently it is a Speyside. And it is... um, It means Black Mountain in Gaelic. And so this is the the Bindob, the Black. So we will see what we get. My biased favorite scotch, which I think I probably mentioned on the previous episode, is Ben Nevis. Because that's the scotch distillery I went to in Scotland when I was over there. And Ben Nevis is simply the name of the mountain at which the distillery exists at the foot of it. <laughs> and their water runs down from it. And I was yep. like, hmm, I will bring home this bottle of Ben Nevis. And then consume it incredibly quickly with three friends over a weekend because it's so goddamn good. Yeah, I'm fairly certain that we've had a Ben Nevis or have one to have <clears throat> on the show. There was a time when you couldn't get it here because I asked when I was there and they're like, we don't export yet. 
but they there was a very pointed like yet because they were very yeah. small. So every now and then I'll look around at a liquor store. But yeah, yeah I, I would saw, love to get a bottle. I certainly don't see it a lot. I'm good. fairly certain that the total wine and maple grove is where I saw it. That's worth the trip. So it, it might be something. Um, so the first thing to remark, Holy hell. this has the color of a port. This looks more like a port than a scotch. Yeah, it it is, is a deep, deep red. There's no question. Yeah. That, like This could be espresso just as easily as it is uh, yeah, a scotch. Yeah, just well, about that. that that'd, be, that'd be a thin espresso. I was going to say thin espresso or but, blood red, but... Yeah, yeah, it is... That is... It. I, I, I might have to put this in a different bottle that is, that is one of my display bottles, because... Mm-hmm. This would look much prettier in like the in the in the Loki or the Freya bottle than it is in in this boring standard glass bottle. But yeah, it is. We've never had anything this color. Yeah, it is a really. Surprising. I mean, I've had red wine this color. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting nose. Currants, relatively subtle for me though. Still, you oh, it's there. It, it smells like a cab. Huh. Yeah. Oh, a wine. <laughs> I was waiting to see where you would go with it. Because I know you understood what I meant. Where's Matt going to go with really? this? Really? I don't think it's gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, no, no. it has those hints of, like... It's somewhere between a Calvin and Malbec. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm on the same page, yes. Yep. Dry, yes. a little bit fruity. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you can almost... There's a little... But dark red fruits, like like black currants or... Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, there's maybe like a little raspberry. Not that full on where it's just going to taste like a fistful of oak leaves, right? But there's that little bit of like you can tell there's like a dryness to it. But yeah, it's much that that deep, uh, like the black currant or uh, like a what do they call them? Or just like even a black cherry, like something that's just very, black cherry. Very, that's what very yeah. deep, mm-hmm. uh, heavy juice fruit. So I could smell this all day. I like it. Yeah, it is subtle to me though. I, I don't. I feel like this is not like exceptionally pungent. It just smells good. For, I think there's a stronger nose on the last one. Yeah, but for, that tartness might be right. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, because the level of sweetness in that, I think that kind of kicked that up a notch quite a bit too on on that first one. This one, this one doesn't have that level of sweetness, even though it's fruity. Yeah. This uh, has, and this is like a negative connotation, but it has that syrupiness of like the bottle of NyQuil where you can imagine sloshing up the side and watching it take its time to run down. And it doesn't seem like it clings to the glass no, like no, that. No, it's, it's, it's... But it, you know what I mean? That smell like, yeah, is yeah. that same thing mm-hmm. you can imagine very cloying. Yeah. And like, dime attack. Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it smells... It has a hint of, like, that black yeah. cherry dime Which sadly is like, black cherry's a good flavor. It like, is. medicine ruined so many flavors. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, don't get me started on this because they've ruined dime attack. There was a specific year, I can, like, tell you when they changed their formula where it went from tasting amazing to tasting horrifying. Because after that, your purple drink sucked. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I still kind of like it. It's sad, Bri. It's sad. I, 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 I still have a bottle of the, of the Children's Grape Diamond Tap because every once in a while that's what my sniffles need mm-hmm. is Diamond Tap. My cough needs Robitussin, which, but they yes, changed. that's that's where, that's where like, I, I don't like cherry because I associate it with, with the Robitussin. Yep. Um, and as a kid, everything's cherry flavored. Everything you don't like, dentist is cherry flavored. Cold medicine, cherry flavored. Yeah. Well, I you barf enough times on cherry flavored medicine, and you just don't like cherry flavored. I, 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 one, I don't think I started liking cherry, but I think it's because I remember tasting medicine before I remember tasting real cherries <laughs> and cherry popsicles. You know what? That's probably true for me too. Yeah. But cherry popsicles are are the like 
So, so you get the classic box that's the, the, the cherry and the grape and the orange. Yep. Most people complain about the orange. I complain about the cherry. Oh, the oh I love the orange. I like the orange, yeah. No, but that is... Like, grape is maybe that's a southern thing used. because it seems like the the, 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 the orange is not... Everybody who I know is, is from more southern states seems to hate the orange. I mean, it's just because they're just... I suppose if you've got, like, better access to fresh yeah. oranges... Yeah. Then that that, that might be what it is. No, I, uh, like, um... John Castellano... No, the, Capriano. That's that's the comic. Um, does a bit where he, he talks about how all he had in the freezer was punk-ass orange. Because <laughs> he didn't want to eat them, and his mom wouldn't eat them, and so they never got more popsicles, because all they had was punk-ass orange. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, often the root beer-flavored ones. Oh, see, I love the root beer ones. I liked them, too, which made me a boon to my friends, because it'd be like, well, we have something to snack on, and I can grab a popsicle. I'm like, oh, but there's only root beer left. And I'm like, or banana was the other one. Oh, I can't stand that. And I'd be like, well, I'll, I like banana. I do, too. No. And that's like, so, I, like, I would at least soak up some of the ones that other people didn't like so they could get a new box of whatever. It's the same thing like that Simpsons joke where Homer goes to the freezer and he pulls out the Neapolitan ice cream. And all the chocolate and vanilla is gone. He's just like, ah. He puts it aside and he grabs another one. All the chocolate and vanilla is gone. He's like, ah. He grabs another one. All, all the chocolate and vanilla is gone. He's like, ah. Marge, we need more chocolate and vanilla strawberry ice cream. It's like, that is apparently how variety packs of any confection in the freezer aisle work. It's just always something that someone or everyone in your house hates. And yet you buy the mix pack. Yeah. As opposed to just buying, because there's some, like, I do appreciate Kool-Aid for just calling it red now. Like, because it's. But I mean, there's some flavors cherry. that you can only get in the variety packs. There are, right. which I think is a dick move. I think anything that's available you should be able to get in like a like a box of six too. Because like I like my root beer pops. I would buy just a root beer. Yeah, that, that was my favorite thing. So one of the things we always get for Christmas is one of those lifesaver books. Yeah, dude. And so the mint ones or the regular ones. Uh, the the regular ones. Yeah. And so the butter rum was my bribe to my I dad because I didn't like those. Oh, oh, I I love butterscotch. And I would probably like them more now than I did then. It's not a good kids' candy. It's like a Werther's, right? It's, it's great. So, 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 so that, so that was the dad bribe. Mm-hmm. And then I would trade the cherry ones out of the five flavor roll for the pineapple ones because my brother didn't like the pineapple oh, so ones. Good. Yeah. So I, I would, I would, I would exchange flavors for favors. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting far too sinister now. Like, have you met me? <laughs> Our innocent no, flavor conversation got real weird. I we just oh, this door what? was open and there was scotch and a cat. So yeah, that's all I need. Two things Brie and I needed. <laughs> so I suppose we should move on to this. Oh yeah, yeah. Taste Taste it. It. <clears throat> I'm, I, so so like continuing to sniff at it, and I don't know if this, we said it too too long. I'm getting a little bit of a cough syrupness to it now, but and it might just be that it's and again. It, it, uh, no, it's not cough syrup. It's molasses. Yes, yes. That's it. God I was, damn I was it. thinking it was like brown sugar, but which I'm like, that's brown sugar is not it's good. Molasses. It's molasses. That would totally explain the color then too. Oh. You've got a molasses mm-hmm. to this. Nope, that's what it is. We found it. It was right. too burnt to be brown sugar. You're right. No, that's yeah. Right. You nailed it. So moving in the taste. Oh okay. yeah, that that yeah, a little surprising, huh? That's almost anise. Oh god! For a flavor, that mm, that's a lot happening. Yeah, that's oh. See, I don't get the anise until the top of the finish, and even then, it's pretty brief. I'm not. I'm not getting a heavy licorice. Um, not. Mm, there's a. Oh. So I'm getting burn, burnt sweet, anise. Flat, like you've had cinnamon on your tongue, mm. mid ground to finish, 
Like it's it's not a fun combination because I feel like my mouth should be very dry right now. Yeah, it feels just, like scrapey. If yeah, it just feels like I should be like <laughs> like I I very much want to try this with some water in it. Okay, because this seems really dry. So mine, nutmeg, bland mm. anise, nutmeg, bland, and then the molasses is the deep deep finish. I'm getting a little bit of a molasses thing. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't get nearly the molasses flavor I was expecting. Raisin. Getting a little raisin. Uh, raisin. Yeah, and that's probably what I'm getting in the anise. Is <laughs> 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 raisin? <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, no, you're right. I, I, no, think, I think what we were calling anise is really just, that's the top of the raisin. Yep. And it's a kind of bitterish raisin. It's, it's not, super bitter. It's like. It, it just, it's the whole thing just flattens out and gets real wide in the base. Really quick. And I keep thinking, like, okay, maybe I could have another sip, but I know that that first little bit is just But yeah, that, that nutmeg cinnamon thing that I can't seem to shake off my tongue, where yeah. it's just, it just feels real flat, and just, like, like it feels like it, yeah, it should, like, I have a mouthful of sand. But it's just a flavor thing, it's weird. How? How does it do that? That is odd. It, that is really surprising. Circling back to the wines, though, this is like a super dry red in that yep. sense. Like yeah. it has that same feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flavor's different. The flavor's different, but it's, but it's that, that same, same feel finish, of my tongue now which I don't, feels. I don't, I don't as, I, as I keep yeah. drinking it, I'm getting Merlot. Yeah. And see, I even like Merlots better. And I, I don't feel like they're this. See, I, I, I don't like Merlots. And so maybe I'm just trying to find something that's a nice, mm. like. Explain away everything that's going on because it's yeah. it's not the full pumpkin spice mix, but it's got no. several of the components. It's missing the clove. Yeah, but sure. yeah, there's there's a nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon, maybe. You said this is a space side. Yeah. What's the usual characteristic for a space side? Fruity. <laughs> nope. Um, I mean, there's well, definitely some sugar involved. Right. Here. You, I'm you, not getting a, like, the, the fruit smell was there. Yeah. You you you'll get fruity. You'll I'm get not getting the flavor. You, you often get honey and vanilla, although that's also a Highlands thing. Yeah. Um, florals are another thing. Yep. Oh, the raisin and the, and the just letting it sit. Yeah, I'm really yeah. getting the raisin now. Yeah, this is definitely like, this, this is those Christmas cookies that I never liked that my grandma always made that looked like a basically looked like a wonton. It was just dates, I think, mm. figs, and it's got that like super heavy fruit that like technically is fruit, but mostly it just kind of makes your tongue sad, <laughs> like. This definitely feels like something like that, where you're like, "This should this should all be things I like." Yeah, I need some of this espresso you know? cheese to reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheese it <laughs> as well. This cat is fucking honed in on your cheese, by the way, dude. Yeah, he he really seems to want the espresso stuff too. Yeah, he it is. It's okay. It means that I get love and I can pretend I'm not wanted by this cat. Mm-hmm. Who's a silly boy? I do like that he's been doing like the commando crawl. Over across the table. And under my arm. Yeah, just like, she won't notice if I just move a couple inches at a time. Mindy thinks the same thing. Yeah, but Mindy's even less stealthy. All right. The waddles. Yep. So, the, 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 the sad news is we still have to do the other half of this one. All Maybe right. something good, man. Maybe. I'm going to go four drops. Here. I, would, I would be grateful if you know that's... Five, screw it. There we go. Okay, so... That punched the raisin or, or date stuff in the nose oh, right no. up to the front. And that's, that's now yeah. exactly what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Not, oh. with, with a little bit of water, now it smells like it tastes. No, I'm a little worried. Maybe it'll flip it. Yeah. If this just 
What would I even want it to do? Tastes just like molasses. I'd want it to move out of raisin into Fig Newton. <laughs> yeah, kind of, right? Like, I want it to go sweeter. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's, go- that's not in the cards, I don't think. But, like, that's the thing. It's like, that last one was maybe sweet at the expense of some of the flavor. And I think this one is, it could honestly be helped by having a little more sweetness. So, <clears throat> hmm. That actually might have improved the palate. It's, it's still not stellar, but it's better. It's less harsh. Ooh. Mm. Yep. Bree's struggling. Yep. Yeah, I don't... Mm. It is it is better, but that's like... Is it better to get stabbed in the heart or the arm? Like, I guess right. arm. <laughs> like, I don't heart think it's stabbed. It's not even like. arm at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is surprising, because it... it I don't know. The, the the aroma and all that seems so promising. And the fact that we all had, like, interesting discoveries of, like, oh, no, this maybe. Oh, that's what it smells like. And, like, that was really kind of cool. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. But I think my brain might have just calibrated for wine. Mm-hmm. And it is just, of course, not. Well, with with the water, it's <laughs> it's giving me more whiny notes in terms of uh, the palate. But... It tastes like Grandma birthed the jam. Mmm. That's what it tastes like. Like the jam that you would put on the inside of like a, a layered cake or something. Grandma birthed like, the jam is my favorite blues tune from the 1900s. It tastes like the jam got... No, I see. Like caramelized and then Where it's on, And it's on the fucking cast iron. You know it's going to yep. take a day to scrub off. That's yeah, what this it, tastes absolutely. like. Absolutely, yeah. Didn't let Billy do a cover of that? Uh, yeah. Uh... Mississippi John Hurt, actually. People think oh. it was Lead Belly. Lead Belly sure. covering Mississippi John Hurt. Alright, we, we almost got an eye roll. <laughs> almost got an eye roll. We tried. Because <laughs> she had that moment of, like, assholes, and then going, those are probably actual people. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> and then being like, so that's kind of funny. So I don't quite need to roll my eyes in the back of my head and die. <laughs> Is my guess. And yes, they're actual people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. So I didn't quite get Fig Newton. I I, I went and I added extra water, but it has gotten more figgy. Or maybe the raisin's just less bitter. I'm going to try that too. Yep. I want to like this. I I don't know if that's possible. Well, I just, I think the things that we are picking out of it sound good. This is not a good Grandma's burnt jam? Okay, no, that part less so. <laughs> but like the like the, the the black currant or the plum or the black cherry or a little bit of nutmeg, like all those things sound good together. But if they're just not working with each other to make anything special. The finish has gotten better. The problem is the late finish now has a little bit of an acetone to it to me. Yeah. So it's it, nail polish. If you if, if if you dipped your raisins in nail polish remover. Nope. Yeah, it's adding a cap. little bit more water got rid of the initial wanting to not drink it. Ooh, I think I actually like this less now. No. Yeah. No, there, <laughs> yeah. There's a sweet spot. There, the there's a water. sweet spot in the middle. Yeah. It's, I went past it, definitely. But I did like five drops initially, too. Mm-hmm. So adding yeah. like three more is probably, that's just way too much. Yeah, this is an oddball. Yeah, no, um, weird. Yeah, the, the, the nose was great neat. The palette is great, heavy but not over heavy wet. I'm sorry, the the finish is great. 
heavy with it. Um, the palette nowhere really made me happy. Um, I really want Fig Newtons now, though. Yeah. We can stop on the way home. We may have to. <laughs> Fig Newtons and dark chocolate. Make some s'mores. They did put the fire pit up in the backyard. Oddly, didn't chain it to anything. So they may now I'm just imagining like home. a marshmallow and a <laughs> we'll dark see. chocolate chunk between two Fig Newtons. If you burned it, that's what this tastes like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we here to see the fire pit still there when we get home because it's like we live in North. <laughs> we'll see. We may have to offer that suggestion. Chain that shit to the porch. So. Mm, yeah. Yes, what does it tell us? The bottle <laughs> has the following to say. Black Mountain is how Professor Norman Colley, University College London, described Ben Macdui, the highest peak of the Oh. Karngorm Mountains Ooh. after his solo climb to the summit in 1891. It was during his talk at the annual general meeting of the Karngorm Club in Aberdeen in 1925 that the professor, also a fellow of the Royal Geographical Society, <laughs> shared his potent and mysterious encounters on the Black Mountain with the Big Grey Man, a famous legend of the Karngorm Mountains. Wait, what? <laughs> Did this shit just turn Hellboy? The big gray man. No, uh, uh, apparently Scotland has a Yeti. Everybody has a Yeti, dude. Yeah. Um, let's see if the box you can have a Yeti. It's like buying a star. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see if the box. All right, so, so the box. Ruby black. Ruby black and tawny casks from the Dorno Valley in Portugal, which produce Vinho de Porto. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the wine cask from Portugal. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Tasting notes. Oh. Aromas of fresh fruits mingle with sultanas and black raisins oh, that okay. open up in layers, eventually revealing a deeper, darker side. In the taste of this darker side dominates at first with currants and rich black chocolate being foremost. Then both bitterness and sweetness present themselves in equal proportions, gradually fading into a long finish. According to Dr. Jim Swan. I mean, the long finish is right. <laughs> but I'm not getting the sweetness and bitterness, but especially the sweetness. No. I'm, I'll, I'll give it the bitter. They a picture of chocolate on that damn box. They, they did. But come on. Mr. Yeah. yeah. to touch the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so, cur- currants in the nose and then, and then raisins in, in what we were getting. So, so we, 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 we shared some there. of it, but... Yeah, I'm not seeing the chocolate anywhere unless it is like the darkest of dark chocolate. There's no sugar in that. Yeah, no light bitter escapes from this from. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's Baker's chocolate if we're for doing chocolate. Um, no, I mean I think that's based on that description. I think we hit the parts that are there. Yeah, and then the other stuff they're describing is perhaps a bit more florid prose than this serves <laughs> to try to get you to. Think there's a little more happening than maybe really is. Yeah. Mm, no. Because I agree with like the the what was it current and raisin like yep yeah. fucking front and center and then everything else sounds like oh uh, in this if they don't taste it they'll think they're missing it because there's so much raisin flavor. So uh, this came with the a snacks of intern. This came with one of those little 
folding card things on a string that they often put on bottles. So there's, there's a little bit more oh, to be said here. Isn't that adorable? Yeah. Remember those? So, it was after Professor Colley's talk at the Karn Gorm Club in 1925 that the villagers started drinking the local Bendum Black Scotch Whiskey in order to ward off possible Black Mountain evil spirits. <laughs> Wait, what? The whiskey itself, potent and mysterious uses water from Cairngorm's Black Mountain and is perfectly finished in toasted port casks from Portugal. The local village ladies claim that the Bendum whiskey has this magical aphrodisiac powers. Either way, the Black Mountain is truly hauntingly powerful and as quoted by the BBC's Open Country program, it may be Britain's second largest mountain, but it guards its secret well. Huh. So, so, okay, apparently you can drink this and then monsters don't eat you? No, you drink this so monsters won't come eat you. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, this would be, like, the only reason to drink this or, like, Malort. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> if this prevents vampire bites, fine. I'll take one like my medicine. <laughs> but If it prevents vampire bites, I, for one, welcome my Maccabian side. <laughs> if if Malort is the cure, <laughs> I, for one, welcome my Malkavian sire. Time to join us in France du <laughs> Your cat is super into cheese. Except for the eating it part. Oh, he'd probably be into that too if we let him. I don't know. So he far, keeps licking seems... the crumbs off the table. Oh, is he? So far, he just seems to really want Also, to I just took a video of that, so if you <laughs> That's fine. want that to videos. share with your listeners, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's there. Now we're going to add a, a video joke to your audio podcast. <laughs> TM Matt Alex, apparently. Nice. I, anyway. Um, I missed TM anymore. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have your own show for that, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, so. This might be one of the things that I put in a flask at con. Oh, just no. to say, oh, you're approaching me because you know I'm going to have scotch, you unappreciative douche novel. <laughs> Here, Decoy are you, scotch. Are you talking about me? No. No. <laughs> um, but, um, no, but maybe. Um, but, but. No, they're, 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 I know whose flasks don't have scotch. Don't yeah. worry. No, there, 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 there are plenty of people who come up to me knowing that I will have something and with, with an expectation of, pour it for me, monkey. Yeah, once and, one has earned the name of the scotch bringer. There's problems, yes. Yeah, yeah, heavy wears... Yeah. It's... Yep. Heavy wears what? Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Heavily worn. Heavily worn. That is exactly what I am. I'm heavily worn. Well, that's the thing. Is there's always the folks who are like, oh, shit. Give me a scotch recommendation versus folks like, oh shit, give me scotch. Right. It's like you, you don't you don't yep. know how this works. <laughs> yep. <laughs> one gets you the good pour, one gets you the secret flask. Mm-hmm. The secret flask of pain. Um, the the the, the fun. It's like a lament configuration from Hellraiser. Well, well see, cool, see, actually. see. The extra fun thing with this is because of its color, it will like. Ooh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there's there's going to be some of that. To the uninitiated. Yeah. Maybe like so. Believe me when I say this, this is a single malt. Here you go. And, and they're like, never had anything like it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's blood red. And I said, I am the source of that's power. No, I, I got <laughs> So, no, this was, this was, um. Drink and join me tonight. This is something I think I will enjoy looking at and perhaps 
nosing meat more than consuming. I bet the sun looks good coming through the bottle. I, I will have to check that out. I, I have not uh, done that. Usually these things stay hoarded in the basement. Um, so this this is this has not been up. But uh, yeah, this was this wasn't exciting. Um, it has some interesting notes to it, and it's different. And so if you're into what we found in it, good for you. Uh, you're probably 60. And... <laughs> And also like Malort. Is that old now? Is that what, is that what it takes? <laughs> well, no, like, no, that old. No, 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 it doesn't. But, but that's that's what I think the the whole... Do you have Werther's? Oh, of course you have Werther's. Begins is somewhere around 60. <laughs> and so, so you're least, saying that anyone who likes the scotch would also have Werther's on them. I Once mean, you can order up that separate the, menu at the, Danny's. There, 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 there's, a, there's a strong chance. If you go to Cub and you specifically look for the prune juice... This is why they call it Grandpa's cough syrup. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this, this, I'm probably going to be a little bit more generous than than I would expect myself even to be because I do like that it's different. I appreciate that it tried something new. I love the color. Like, yeah. part of me just, like, is definitely going to want to have that somewhere where I can show off the color of it and say, no, really, that's scotch. Um, but, yeah, to actually drink it and consume it, not so much. So I'm, I think I'm only going to give it a... Two four. <laughs> I feel like that's that's generous for me. I that initial sip, I did not know if I was going to be able to swallow this one. Um, it was touch and go here for a second, right? <laughs> it's between how bitter that ended out and just feeling so dry. I'm going to have to give it like a. a 1.3? Yeah. You're right, though. It's a pretty color. Yeah. It looks like dried blood. Yeah, and, and while we're doing the scoring, sorry to interrupt you, Matt, before Matt goes here. Uh, I was never sure that I would ever have something that I could declare was a 1. Malort is my 1. Oh, Malort's a 1. That, that is... That is, is it does not go lower than 1? Uh, the, <clears throat> the scale that we have set is supposed to go to 1. Not to say that there haven't been people who have scored less than one. But it's supposed to bother. But yes, one to five is what I would like it to be. So, I mean, if, if so you... I, I would, if, if you want it to zero, my lord, it's right now. If, 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 <laughs> I was going to say, if you want it to be the zero-based array, then it's zero to four. But, right, I mean, yeah, yeah. like, one to five sounds the same smoother. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, but Malort is my one. So anybody who's had Malort, that is a one. For the record... Jägermeister is at least a 1.5 to 1.75 because I, I really hate licorice. Um, I like egg pretty well. But I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. And, and people know, and and people who listen to the show know I don't like the flavor of licorice. Uh, Jägermeister, at least I can swallow. Malort, I've done that once for science. Will never happen and again. See, that's where I'm feeling with this. Yeah, it's. Yeah, for sure. This is not as bad as Malort to me. No. Because Malort, I am. Very happy I have tried and can say I've done it, but I will just simply never feel the need unless I'm getting paid, you know, to drink that again. Oh, um, that's an idea. Not, not only will I have to be paid, there's a threshold of pay. Oh, for sure. There's always, oh, yeah. But I mean, it's, it is to me almost always foolish to say never without the, you know, the caveat unless enough money. Right. <laughs> because, and you know, that amount of money could be an astronomical amount. And that's why the math scale of stupid is different than salsa's. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's just like, no, but I would never be like, I wouldn't even buy a bottle to keep around to make other people try Malort. 
Yeah. I don't think that's funny. No. I, <laughs> I, I don't think it's funny to make people go, that was terrible. Why'd you do that to me? Yeah. Is no. that your friend? I think that doesn't work. <laughs> on, on a scale of one to Matt Malort is Matt and Salsa. Maybe, yeah. Ah. Uh... But, uh, no, uh, so yeah, that, that being, I think, where my, my scale pretty much bottoms out as well. This is not as bad as that. Uh, you're right, it's pretty. It's pretty to look at. It's, it is like a nice, weird, kind of reddish, whiny-looking thing, very molasses-y. It almost looks like just a much more liquid maple syrup, which is actually really inviting color. Mm-hmm. I think that's really neat, and that's, that might be the first point of betrayal, is that it seems inviting. Um, Part of me wants to do a vampire LARP, and this is the the pour that I have out there just to entice people. It's like, oh. don't, don't spend your blood points because this is how you get them back. <laughs> there you oh. go. Really think about your choices. Oh, <laughs> like that's that horrible. Lot, actually. That's pretty funny. But so true. Yep. Just be like, yeah, go ahead and spam that spell button all you want. <laughs> Sorry, I realized that in protecting that from the cat, I had it all the way on my side of the table. Uh, and, and then if you want your willpower back, that's the Malort. Oh, dude. Okay, now that, that might be bridged too far. Oh, I, I, I play a mean game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lol, vampire, running water. Uh, so, <laughs> yep. Getting a head shake. Uh, that's yeah, not unusual. I, there's just not a lot. I'm trying to find like nice things to say, and I, I'm kind of out already. Like, I it, it smells pretty cool. Like, I think the notes we were getting out of it, had they come together, picture in our head would make this okay. They do not. Mm-hmm. This is just a bummer, and I think it's not improved at all with adding a little water. No, it's, uh, no. And it, you know what? And if you want something that looks good in a glass bottle in your window with the light coming through it, you could just put a little bit of coffee and some water and get the same effect, and not have to subject yourself to this. So yeah, this yeah. is like a. But now that you have it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go like 175 um, for this. It's just, it's a bummer because it seemed like it could have been neat. Cool. Now is the time on the show where we pimp the things. So, you know, Brie and I are fearless. Yeah. And we have a show that will be going live. Uh, I believe May 10th is the first date of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. That sounds about right. So, yeah, that, that's going to be cool. Uh, go check that out. Um, pretty sure it's at the Mounds? Now I have to check my calendar because I'm paranoid. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is at the Mounds. There are discount tickets the first weekend, I believe. I think so. So check those out on Gold Star. Probably. Um, I'm a good board member. Really, I am. No, my problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Wonder that uh, you're no longer it. Yes. Uh, oh, I sleep so much better. Unfortunately, I will not be able to make that first weekend of shows because I will be doing my own shows. And what are you doing, Bree? I am doing a show called Manners and Misconduct and Improvised Jane Austen at the Brantley Bull. First three weekends of May at 7 p.m. for all except one show, and I can't remember which one show. Website will tell you. Exactly. What website is that? BryantLakeBull.com. There you go. Click into their theater section. Find all of their really cool shows. So that, that, that's the major stuff, of course, it being the early half of May, which, you know, I was assuming I post this on time, which I, I really should since, you know, we have a, a new show opening. Um, the second Tuesday, of course, will be Fearless Lab. So, you know, that's the thing to go check out. Um, and then the third Thursday, which will probably be after the second show's release, that, that's, you know, double blind, and that's also pretty cool. So, I have all of those dates. Yeah, because Bree's a responsible member of the staff. 
Fearless Lab is on the 14th. Double Blind is on the 16th. And when does Fearless Presents? And Fearless Presents is on the 12th. And what is this month? Oh. That I have no idea. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I schedule the box office. Right. That's why I know the dates. So, go check those things out if you are interested in catching some yucks at Uh, at, uh, theater. Do you know about the workshop this month? I I don't know what the workshop is this month. Philip Simondet is doing a songwriting workshop. He is a uh, local musician, improv performer, uh, does comedy sports, but he also runs the podcast Next at Bat, uh, interviewing improvisers around the Twin Cities, and he's going to be teaching... We've both done that show. That's a fun show. Yeah, it's a super fun show. Mm-hmm. But he is going to be teaching some uh, songwriting basics for this month's workshop. Groovy. I should check that out. Yeah. That's something I would occasionally wish I could do. So, at the end of the show, we wrap things up with a toast. Mm. Someone needs to do a toast. It's not me, because generally speaking, we make the guests do it. So, does anybody have a toast they'd like to do? It can be, you know... Well, basic or stupid. It doesn't have to be anything like... I mean, I feel like I need to let Matt do this, because if I do it, it's just going to be the cats. Mm. I mean, that can be a thing. You are the improviser. You should be able to come up with something on the spot here. To cats. Those who enjoy stealing our cheese (laughs) and warming our laps. (laughs) May they live longer than us so that they may feast on our flesh. (laughs) Except that when you do that, they get put down immediately after. Only if they get caught. Here's the not getting caught.